Welcome, welcome. You are now listening to the Vanity Ultra Podcast. I am your host, Kenneth Kirk. And I'm Elijah Evans. And yo, we're back, man. Season three. It's the second episode. We told you. We're coming back, you know, coming back with something better and better um, with great guests. And yo, man, I'm really excited for the guests we have today, man. Me too. Um, Me too. This is a guy who I've been following for, I think I, think I started following him, I want to say the beginning of this year, and followed mm-hmm. his brand as well. Um, and really intrigued me was, of course, the hats yeah. that his brand like. It's a great hat. This though, the shape the is shape, perfect. That's soon as as soon as I saw that Yankee logo, I was like, oh yeah. man, it's, it's that time. And <laughs> yeah. then the fact that they have the embroidery on the side. Yeah, with the, yeah, the rip of the Yankees logo is tough. It's tough, perfect. Tough. It's perfect, yeah. man. And also too, you know, for himself, you know, he got his modeling thing going. He be skateboarding in the streets, shreds, shredding, shredding. Just straight shreds. <laughs> we gonna talk. I got some. I got some questions. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah, yeah, I know yeah, you yeah, do yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so with all that being said, man, I'm very excited and I'm going to have my guest introduce himself today. What up, everyone? I'm Cody Blanc. I'm a New York East Village right now, actually born and raised here, moved around a lot. I've been to France, the Bay Area, LA, back in New York now, and definitely it's probably one of the best cities I've ever lived in. So don't see myself leaving anywhere else. Um, skating for, I want to say like 10, 11 years now. It's definitely something that's impacted my life in like everything that I do in every aspect, like fashion, the way I look at things, just honestly, the way I talk, like if it wasn't for a skateboarding, I don't think I would be the person who I am today. So that's like a big factor. Um, yeah, I do film photography. I work as a photo editor and art director assistant. And, uh, yeah, and I started my brand, I think, um, well, it started like a while ago, but I really put my like blood and tears into it. Like, within the last year or so. And now it's like basically a passion project that I want to turn into like a whole brand and want it to be like my full-time job. Like I'll get there one point, but right now it's just like building it up and everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Fire, get man. that base, get that basis. Straight out yeah. of East Village. Either, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're in the mix. East Village, that's, you're in the mix, bro. Yeah. Like you're out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, so perfect, man. So growing up in the East Village, bro, like what were some of your like in early childhood what was some of your interests growing up I mean honestly like I don't remember that much because I moved when I was like pretty young so I I kind of get more of my inspiration from like the California aspect of fashion and everything because so I was like basically born in New York and then I moved when I was like three or four years old so I I barely remember much and then moved to the south of France because my whole family's French so did that whole culture shock but like in a good way and then I moved to the Bay Area and then grew up there, LA, all around there. So I definitely feel like I get like a lot of my inspiration from kind of like the skate surf laid back scene of California. And then it wasn't until I fully moved in New York in East Village, September of 2019, where I kind of had a reset on every, like my outlook on fashion and everything. Like I would look at photos when I was like in California in my fits and I was like, dude, what was I wearing? Like yeah. <laughs> trash back then. And then I think it was just like being in New York and just seeing like, all these creative individuals all around and just like literally getting street inspo walking down the street be like damn that fits hard like i never, never thought about that or like this person's very just like outgoing or like thinking outside the box or like what they what they wear what they do and it was definitely for my brand specifically like being in new york is what kind of triggered what i was looking for and wanted to do so i feel like within like the three years of being in new york 
I definitely found kind of just like a basis of what I want to do with my brand and myself than I did in like 10 years of California. Like New York, mm. literally like, like there's something about New York where your motivation and creativity just skyrockets. Oh, like, I always sh- tell my friend, like, I sure. tell my friend, I'm like you, if you want to be motivated, if you want to hustle, if you want to get shit done, move to New York City. Yeah. Exactly. It's like even just like like the energy is like people are walking fast. You got to walk. You got yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> and that's so everyone feel every, it feels like everyone has like they're late for something and they're rushing to get there. Bro, exactly. Everyone. And then Literally. also too, whenever whenever I do visit New York, I always get this feeling that like my creativity as far as like whenever I'm looking at something or I'm do actually working on something, it just propels like by a thousand because mm-hmm. it's like I'm yeah. around all like these creative individuals who I'm just like walking by just on a normal street. I'm just like, damn, like this energy is like crazy. You know, it's it's super addictive, you know, it is. And I feel like that's why it's like some people it's either you make in New York City or break it, which is fine. Like as long as you learn like the hustle and the process of it. But like once you make it like there's an outlet for everything in New York City. So you can't give me an excuse like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, bro, you literally are in New York City. Everything is here. You just got to make like get your resources, talk to people and get shit done. And it'll be there. So I feel like it's just one of the cities that like. You can do anything here. Word. Now you touched on it a little bit um, with your family. You said your family is French, correct? Uh, from correct. France? Yes. Perfect. So, what, what town in the south of France? So my mom was raised in Marseille, so like the south of France, and then my dad's from Paris. So he would like kind of like clash north to south. But right. I usually every time I go to see my grandparents, they all live in the south of France, which is also even like a fashion over there. It's a different look and lifestyle but it also resonates a lot with like new york city and like california vibes like i don't know how to like, describe it like well enough but it's just one of those things where like i'm very grateful to experience and like still be able to go to france and see my grandparents and like see yeah. all that but there's the french lifestyle and like fashion is like on another level i know too. dude it's just like you know they're just bulling and they look yeah. amazing they're eating great yeah. like, like, <laughs> it's they're just, like they're just at the cafe well, with the legs crossed that's what i'm saying coffee, reading the like, newspaper out. at the beach laying out just Man. Dude, so I so with your family it. being from like france like are they into like fashion at all like is your like mom or father like yeah i think i definitely got it from my mom my dad's more just kind of like laid back like he's definitely he knows fashion but it, for him it's just kind of like all right whatever my mom has always been kind of like the root of like my fashion taste so she, I remember like the first like, thing that kind of like clicked with like fashion. My mom is, I remember when I was younger, like we were like leaving the house and my mom was like, what are you wearing? And I was like, these clothes, it's like, it's like, that doesn't look proper. Like you need to like have a good first impression whenever you go out and meet people. And as a kid, I was like, damn, like that's so true. Like, even if you like go into a cafe or whatever, you don't know who you're going to bump into and you don't know like who you're going to have like a good first impression with. So it's always like when I walk out of my house, like I want to feel confident. I want to feel good. I want to have like, a good fit going out because even if it's for like just first impressions, sure. But it's also like for yourself, like if you feel good and look good, you'll just give off good energy after like meeting people, whatever. So it's like it's one of those things. Yeah, bro. That's so crazy that you just said that because that's <laughs> literally what I've been thinking like. I used to like, like even like mm-hmm. walking down the street to get like ice cream from the ice cream shop. I used to like mm-hmm. walk in sweatpants and like a like no, put the fit on and just <laughs> yeah. go and go because you never yeah. know, never that know who you're fact. gonna see. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So you just gotta you gotta fucking look fly all the time. Yeah, so that's what I try to be on. Get your fits up. No, straight up. Got up, mom, for the good um, idea. <laughs> yeah, 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 most definitely, most definitely. Now for you, um, you touched on you've been said you've been skating for like ten years, like. 
when yeah. did you initially start like skateboarding? Yeah, let's hear. I want to hear the first the first board story. Yes. Oh, first board. Okay. Um, I think it was. Well, I have like a photo of me when I was like super young when I was like living in LA like skating, but it was kind of just like a kid like get a skateboard or whatever. Yeah. I think I got super into it. I want to say like sixth or seventh grade. I had like a sector nine cruiser board with like, oh hell yeah like OG wheels like not even like like skating wise right like, yeah, yeah. cruise around. And I remember as a kid, I would just go to the skate park and like skate, whatever, blah, blah. And this like huge board of a tiny little kid. And I remember some kid came up to me and he's like, you skate on that? He's like, yeah, that's my skateboard. He's like, no, nah, bro, like that's not a real skateboard. You got to go to the skate shop and like get a board. And I was like, oh, word, like, okay, for sure. So I remember I was like telling my mom, I was like, hey, I want to get like a whole complete. I want to go to the skate shop and like get like my actual board. Like, okay, we'll take you for Christmas. You'll get your, like, that's your Christmas present. And I was like, yeah. word, sound good. So we go to the skate shop where I lived in, um, in Marin County, it's called Proof Lab in Mill Valley. And we go in, I was literally like a kid in a candy store, like seeing yeah, all yeah, the yeah. boards like lined up and everything. I was like, oh my God, like this is sick. And I remember I still, my first board, and I still have it back at home. It was a Peter Remedetta real skateboard. It was oh, like hell a yeah. dollar bill, Grim Reaper, like graphic, sickest board ever. It was like a 7.76 or 7.5, tiny little board. And I got venture trucks, Spitfire wheels, bone Swiss bearings and all like that. And I just remember asking the guy, I'm like, can, like, can you set it up for me? He's like, yeah, for sure. And I remember like watching him like thinking like, okay, like I have to learn how to like set up my own boards when I get older and stuff like that. Yeah. I would just be asking all the questions like, how do you grip the board? Like, how do you put the bearings in? Like, how do you tighten your bushing? Like all this stuff. So that's when I first got like really, really into it. I was like, I got my first board. So I started going to the skate park literally every day. Like I would go to school and my school is like probably like a 10 minute walking distance from the skate park. So the second I was done with class straight to the skate park, like every yeah. single day. So I didn't really have anyone to skate with because like I didn't know that like the kids skating. So I would meet kids at the skate park and then realize like, oh shit, like they go to like my middle school or like high school or whatever. So I became friends gradually through that. And then there was a couple, I had like a group of friends who would always see at the skate park all the time. Like I barely knew them, but I knew them like when I go to the skate park. So we would kick it all the time. I would see them, whatever, blah. And through skating, like they became literally like my best friends. Like to this day, I still talk to them every day about like skating and all this stuff. So I was literally a freshman in high school and they were all seniors in high school. So I was like this little skinny kid just like skating around with like these like fucking seniors, like yeah, cruising around yeah. all this stuff. And then they were like so much better than me because like they had more experience ever. But I realized like if I hang out with these kids and skate with them, my progression will go even faster because I'm like asking them like, how do you do like a heel flip? How do you do like a very heel flip? Like all this stuff. And it got to the point where I skated with so much that I got to their level and I started hanging out with them. And then they would introduce me like their friends who skated even more. And I was like, all right, I got to skate with them. So I, we just had this group of friends that we'd skate. We would literally like make like little iPhone like skate videos, stuff like that. We would go to San Francisco and like take the ferry in, skate around, bomb the hills, like all this stuff. Like that's when like, I was like, all right, I can take skating like seriously now. And it got to the point where it was like, I literally wake up, breathe and sweat skating. Like it's just, yeah. that's just who I am. So I was it's, a little um, it's so sick. Cause uh, yeah, I used to be the same way, but I just yeah. was never good to, I just like, you know, one of those, like, I just, Got like a girlfriend and like put the skateboard down type type of thing. But, um, yeah, dude, it's it's um it's funny like you touch on like your first board. Like every skater remembers like their first board. I had like a girl board, Sean Malta with like yeah yeah Spitfire like yeah. and um but it's also like you mentioned like skating with people who are better than you is like that's the best thing you can do because just watching them it's like you want to be better and then it's like then you just like do some shit and it's like oh shit I can. Yeah. I just did that. Holy shit. And it's like, it's sick. Yeah. Shout out to all my old skate homies, dude. They've been, they, they, um, shout out to the skate homies. Yeah. Shout out to the skate <laughs> homies. I'm trying to get back on board, but yeah. See, me, uh, I was never good. 
Yeah. Uh, I tried to do one ollie, and then after that, yeah, bro. I was like, yeah, no, nah, it ain't for me. It ain't for me. <laughs> but I love playing the skateboard games. Like I love playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Classic. Love, love playing like skate. Like Classic. love playing yeah. those games. For yeah. me, in real life, no. Nah couldn't do it couldn't do well, that's it the thing about skateboarding which is so dope it's like you don't really even have to skate to be part of the culture and community yeah. which that's what i love dude it's literally an open community for everyone no one judges no one cares like i have some homies who like don't even skate and they're like yo is it cool if i like i cruise like i can't do any tricks i'm like bro i don't care like just yeah. cruise and hang out like that's what skateboarding is all about it's not about being good it's literally just on like living like the lifestyle and just like understanding and everything that's why it's like i don't know like i'm always open arms whenever people are like should i learn how to skate should i do something like dude yes like come to the park come hang out like no one cares dude it's so like judgment free zone like we just have a good time that's pretty much it so i, I want to ask you who are like some of your favorite skaters because for me like i don't think anyone out here is fucking with tyshawn right now i think he's the best yeah no I, yeah touching him <laughs> Uh, dude, Jason that came out too. Yeah, dude, insane. And then he has that. There's a song. It's him and Ferg on like this. Uh, the Aaliyah, not Aaliyah, Alicia Keys. You don't know my name, B. And it's the hardest song, but it's not out. That shit is oh so. You gotta watch it. I send, I send you Damn. on uh, Instagram. But yeah, Tyshawn is sick. And then like, what other skate brands are you like? Skaters and like brands do you fuck with? Brand. I mean, the funny thing is, I feel like my like my influence always changes all the time but from the beginning r.i.p dylan reader was like one of those skaters that was yeah. like he was the style he's the one who basically made me realize it's it doesn't matter if like you do the craziest gnarliest tricks it's all about style every yeah. style is the number one thing even with like everything like i guess have you have good style you can do and you can literally do no tricks and just have a crazy dope looking kickflip and i'll be like that's fucking sick yeah like, i would do that all day I don't care what else. Like, I will do that all day. Like, it's so dope. So he was definitely my number one. Um, Spencer Hamilton from Canada. He has a great style. Super dope. I mean, there's, like, it depends. Because, like, the East Coast and West Coast style is so different. So different. Yeah, yeah, Because, like, I grew up, like, the girl in chocolate. Like, so, like Mike Moe, Mike Carroll, like, Eric Austin, like, all those, like, OG legends. And then, like, even, like, Andrew Reynolds. But, like, these days, dude, there's so many kids who are coming up. That I'm like, dude, like, they're, they're gnarly. Like, it's just... Yeah. But like I, I feel like my definitely influence was growing up was definitely the America State Gold video, like all those dudes, like yeah. Kai Laird, all those guys, all the like Nike SB dudes, like Shane O'Neill, like all the like mm-hmm. those legends, like that's like what I grew up with. But like today, like I mean like Tyshawn, like all those guys, like everyone on Violet Skateboards, like they're super good. Yeah. Um like the Supreme Kids, like you can't go wrong with them. Right. But yeah, dude, like it just my influence like changed changes all the time because like everyone's just like has their own style these days and it's just like it's cool seeing everyone do their own stuff as for brands i mean the thing is like i do love supreme but not like the hype beast culture that much yeah dude no supreme is realize, sick yeah, yeah. Supreme supreme is is yeah. Dude, insane like the videos that come out like, like strobeck's like videos are crazy good like it's they're they're killing it it's just like i love how people just don't know that it's like a skate brand yeah, like, it, yeah. originally from that but other great brands, dude, I don't know, like, Weekend Skateboard, like, I guess it's, like, a brand. That's, like, number one, because they started, like, I don't know if you guys heard of them, like, Weekend mm-hmm. Cage. Guys. Oh, yeah, like, Johan yeah. Stuckey and Austin. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. Dude, I remember watching that on my own and now they have, like, their own brand brand, and, like, they're, yeah. like, Tom K is also number one. Like, the way he thinks, him and Jordan Taylor, the way they look at spots just shows that, like, skaters sometimes have just, like, a crazy perspective on things, yeah. and it's just such a cool outlook seeing, like, Oh, they're not just doing like the normal basic tricks. Like they're thinking of like new spots, how to skate mm-hmm. something different, and like that's super dope. We but, went to um recently. We went to um 
Gilbert Crockett's uh, store. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, store. Cool. We went there rent- recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Quasi. They make good. Bo- that was, that's the last board I had before I stopped skating was a Quasi board. And that yeah. shit was primo, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're crazy. They're like, Quasi boards are sick. Their graphics and everything. Even because I remember I was watching an interview like Quasi. Quasi is also a great brand like, to like, like wear and everything. But they're, I remember I was watching an interview with the, I think it was like the art director or something that he was basically saying like all their graphics are just graphics that he makes because he thinks it looks cool. Yeah. Not like it's not like for like it's like oh I have to market it this way whatever it's like no and that's another thing about skating is just like dude like you don't have to mark yourself cool it's like just do what you like and people will pick up on that right and that's what's like it's so cool about those brands like even like weekend like they just do it because they like it and then people like oh shit like they're doing something that they love they're passionate about it like I'm getting motivated to do that so that's like something I love about like all like these skate brands and everything Dime in Canada is also their Dime Glory Challenge like yeah dude dude that was. That yeah. um, fuck, he like um, slid down that long ass roll on his feet and then caveman yes. down that, and it's like dude. raining. He's like wobbling. I was like, dude, yeah. Dude, that video went everywhere. My dad sent that to me, and I was like, he's like, do you know what this is? I'm like, yeah, it's a dime glory challenge. Like, <laughs> yeah, every, every year, year I look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. it's so yeah. sick. They're great. All those dudes are so sick. But like brands like that, just like skater owned everything. Like, dude, you can't go wrong with those brands. Like, I and it's. Support it's um you talk well, I want to talk about your brand obviously but you know I just <laughs> but I want to talk about skating a little bit more no um, no go ahead go ahead um <laughs> have you noticed how over the years I think that like so from us like talking I think we came up in skating about the same time yeah. and like I think that it was that's around the time like street league was like super popular yes. like, all those competitions were super popular and there yeah. was like skating got to a point for a little while where it was like not cool like it was like kind of lame like alien workshop when alien workshop went out of business skating like died for a little bit and like oh yes now i'm noticing that like a lot of skaters are coming back and like taking skating back like you got like fa quasi like um you know weekend like all the like taking it back so have you have you like have you noticed that yourself like yeah definitely well it's funny because like even back in the day i think there's like two different factors for this one of the factors is the content so basically like when we were growing up we had to wait for a skate video part to come out right and that's what we look forward to we're like okay like fully play is coming out like i'm gonna buy the iMovie or like whatever Mm -hmm. now that there's like instagram like tiktok like whatever like even thrashers like putting out parts every single day yeah dude it got to the point where there was so much that was like, damn, skating's not as cool because like supply and demand, it was just kind of was like fluctuating. It's like, all right, I've seen too much, like nothing new, like whatever like that. And like you were saying, like the street league, they made it seem kind of just like, oh, it's just like a sport contest to look cool right. or whatever. It's like, that's not what skating's about. Like there's no, contest doesn't make you like a good skater or not. And people be like, people who didn't know skating was like, oh, like why are those skaters in the contest? I'm like, oh, well, those are, like the best skaters around the world. They're like, okay, what about the other ones? I'm like, and then I was thinking to myself, it's like, well, there is no best skater it's all subjective yeah yeah it's all subjective just because like they do the craziest tricks or whatever it doesn't mean like they're the best because i can like give you someone who has like the craziest style and i think like that guy is better than someone who won street league or something like that you know what i mean it's just so subjective and there's so much like different outlook on each like individual skaters and stuff like that so i definitely did see like skating just go to the point where it was like oh it's not cool and even that point like you probably knew this one like People are amazing, putting those like IG hype beast skate video clips with like those camel pants oh, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. Like it was cool, but then like it got too cool where it was kind of getting mainstream. And I'm like, dude, this is not what skating is about. Like it's not about being like the hype or like being cool kid who like makes it. It's like it's just go skate with your homies. That's what it's about. So I feel like it like it went up down street league. And then recently now I feel like it's more just like kind of back going up. back cool and yeah. stuff like that. 
and it's cool seeing like skating in mainstream like commercials and stuff like that but it's in the olympics kind of, now yeah yeah which is dude yeah that's like that baffles me like it's cool but at the same time like but you also hear like skaters are like oh i don't know if we like that because like, right. skating is not like a sport it's just like a culture Does right you can sense? still get arrested for skating exactly so, yeah yeah See, there you go yeah it's i don't know like it's just it's such a weird outlook. like because like we grew up skating so we understand like the outlook and everything of it but if you take someone from like who doesn't know anything about skating and like show them the olympics they're like oh like okay cool whatever like they don't really understand the whole grasp of it right even like telling them like oh that was switched they're like okay what's the difference it's like well it's harder yeah well okay <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. one of those things like, like oh if you don't understand it it's hard to explain it because it's like whatever or they see like a crazy trick and like for some people they're like oh, that didn't look crazy but like yeah. you know it was unnarmed. yeah you're like yeah. damn dude like but Especially yeah I that, like, yeah it, oh dude utah was on yeah. another level i'm telling yeah. you these kids like by the time like we're like in the next like five ten years dude there's gonna be kids who are like really skating out of the womb like doing crazy tricks like yeah. all this stuff like it's 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 crazy like i love it but at the same time like we're how crazy is it gonna get you know what i mean right so i feel yeah. like going back to that question it's like it's definitely going to go insane where there's going to be crazy skaters and it's going to get not cool again. And mm-hmm. people are like, all right, everyone can do everything. Okay, whatever. Dies down and picks back up because people are like, all right, it's all about style now. It's like, as long as you have style, that's all that people care about. Really. Right. Damn. Yeah. Sorry. That's state, no, no. You also mentioned America Stay Gold. Those America Stay Gold B-sides, dude, on YouTube. Dude. Yeah. Bro. bro. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay, so you know the kickflip that Andrew Reynolds did at the end of the Stay Gold? Oh, the, the fucking, the insane one where he jumps over, like, the entire forest? Yeah. Bro, yeah. I had a class there. I went to UC Davis. That oh, was one for my real? Oh, Bro, wow. I walked up that hill. Dude, it's so it's, much bigger in person. It's, like, I, not, like, it's terrifying. Yeah, well, it's, the photo, when he's, like, over it, and it's, like, you can see him in perspective to the gap. Like, it's yeah. gnarly. Dude. He had to go so fast. And didn't he do, like, a tail slide? Like, it was, like, a line. Didn't he do, like, a line to it? Something like that, yeah. But I remember going to that gap, and I was, like, looking down. I was, like, there's no shot. He kick flipped this. Like, that's yeah. really insane. Crazy. Like, yeah. it was, yeah. That's crazy. Right, Andrew Reynolds, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I love to see it. I love to see it. It's yeah. just, like, damn. Like, I could tell you're so, like, passionate for it. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So also, too, with your page, like when I first originally came across your page and everything, mm-hmm. I saw that you did a little bit of modeling here and there. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you probably still do it every now and then. Yeah. Um, when did you necessarily start getting into that? Um, funny enough, I was actually a child model because my mom had a friend whose daughter was like a model. And then her she told my mom, I was like, oh, you should just like sign up for like your son to be model, whatever, get an agent, like kind of like, all right, whatever. Like, we'll see if this works. Dude, somehow it worked, and I got a contract <laughs> at an agency. Dude, I had commercials for like I did a Wii commercial, PB and Teens, American Express, like as a kid. Like, bro, yeah. I was like, y'all really lit. Yeah. Dude, no, it was so, bro. I was literally missing like middle school, like being like, sorry, I gotta go to a photo shoot. Like, I got so that's five. So fun. It's like I grew up just thinking like that was like the norm almost, and then I like as I got older, I was like, damn, dude, that's sick. I did that. Like, yeah. That's yeah. Bro, there's literally, I have, uh, back home, I had a, I did a photo shoot for this slip and slide box and I went to Target and it was me, honestly. Oh, hell yeah. Yo, that's crazy. And I was like, that's so trippy, but like, it was so Damn. fun. So See, I the did rest that. Of, rest of y'all was in PE right. yeah. I was in American <laughs> Express. Hey, hey, no, where's, literally- <laughs> hey, where's your, did you do your homework? Hold on, hold that thought. Yep. Sorry. The car's here? Okay. My, my yeah, hold, I'll come back. I'll come back. I'll get my agent yeah. to get that homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no dead ass like literally it was the funniest thing ever so i was doing that and then i went to high school like freshman year freshman year of high school i had like 
the awkward phase where I looked butt ugly and I was like, I can't do modeling anymore. Like just like literally puberty was hitting me and I was like, whatever. And then after, I think it was after college. Yeah, it was after college, like 2018, June 2018, I moved to LA and I moved to West Hollywood. And I was like working part-time here and there. And I was like, oh, like I'll just go see if I can do like a walk-in and see if I can get signed by some agency. So I literally went to a couple, two of them were like, no, sorry. And I was like, all right, no worries, no worries like whatever. And then I went to one called O Models on Fairfax. And I walked in and then, like the girls were super nice, super cool. And they're like, yeah, we would love to sign you if you're like, if you want to do this, like, sure. And then after that, I was doing like these gigs. I did, I did a, or a photo shoot for Supra back in the day, which I thought was super Oh, shit. Yeah, Damn. it was super sick. Damn, that's lit, dude. Right? And, like skating, dude, back then, Supra was the shit, dude. Those yeah. sky tops. Yeah. God damn yeah. it. The TK ones, the brown and purple joints? Bro, Come Supra on. was one of those shoe companies that like, if you knew about it, you knew about it. Like, yeah. It was the hype shoe company. And, and it fucking died, of course, but like. Yeah, but and it, it was also kind of like, those shoes were expensive. Like they weren't cheap either. So like that was kind of my introduction to like Damn. spending a little bit more for clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. No, straight up. So I was doing that. I did commercials for like different companies, uh, photo shoots here and there. And then when I moved to New York, I was like, I don't know if I want to still do modeling because like whatever. So then I came here and then there's like this like boutique agency signed me and I was like, okay. So I was doing a little bit when I was here. And now I got to the point where it's like, now that I have a full-time job, it's harder to do like castings and stuff like that. So I don't mm-hmm. take it as serious. But if I have like brands that reach out to me that I, I fuck with, like a hundred percent, I'll do it. Sometimes there's brands that reach out to me and I'm just like, it's, it's not like my image, not my look. I don't want to do something that I don't really am interested because I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to waste my time. Right. It's one of those things that's like, I'd rather just be respectful and be like, hey, sorry, I'm not interested in this. But yeah, I'll do like shoots here and there. And then if my friends have brands that like I didn't need to shoot, I'm like, dude, like I will never say no to a friend's brand or anything like that. Like if it's a homie or a friend of a friend, like I will always say yes. Cause like no matter what, like I want to support them, good connections, and it's just a good experience. Like that's just like how it goes. And I feel like that's why I'm so comfortable just like talking and meeting people. Cause I'm always like meeting new people. I move around a lot and stuff like that. And it's good to be like, have a good social aspect in life and be able to just like present yourself well and stuff like that. So I feel like modeling definitely introduced me that even from a young age at that as, like aspect because even like my parents i they definitely raised me really well but like at photo shoots i would do like shoots with like, these kids and they were like super entitled stuck up mm. like no please or thank you whatever and i would just be sitting in the corner like literally as someone else is being shooting, i'm like talking to talking from like yo like what lens is that like what are you shooting on like yeah. why do you do this blah blah and they're like is this kid like asking us a question that like they'd be so passionate about it and i'm like oh and they would always like be like wow like thank you for being so respectful and nice and i was just like like, what do you mean is it not the norm it's like no dude like modeling and like that industry is like very very just like and that's yeah, why i also like kind of went away because like modeling industry dude it's it, there's it's some up, stuff dude. It's, yeah yeah it's it not ruins as you. glamorous yeah, you, people you talk about to, that's yeah, but the thing about uh, making a joke like kenny watch out for yourself i want to make sure that <laughs> good but kenny whatever kenny's um Kenny does a cool thing where he's like, you know how like when rappers stop signing with labels, that's what like Kenny's doing, but modeling wise, he's just doing it himself, which is sick. Yeah, <laughs> no, and, yeah, because it's like early on, like I was so focused on wanting to get signed to an agency here, try to, but I feel that for myself, I have a lot more to offer as far mm-hmm. as like creatively. So talk your shit, Kenny. You know what I mean? No, just that's just speaking facts. Like I feel that personally, I have a lot more to offer creatively, and I feel that the concepts and the projects that I end up doing are coming out and looking better than, you know, what people would kind of expect from just a person themselves. Cause they'd be like, damn, you directed this whole thing. Damn, yeah. you styled like all the pieces, like, you know, but yeah, enough about me. <laughs> enough about <laughs> me. No, I totally agree with that. That's so spot on. 
enough about me. Um, so transitioning, right? And I would definitely want to get on to your brand. And uh, forgive me if I say this incorrectly, but is it pronounced uh, MV Lavi? There you go, spot on. Perfect. There you go. Perfect. Now, with your brand, when I first came across it, of course, obviously, the first thing I noticed was the Yankees hat. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, like, it's very important in terms of like a hat, like the shape. Mm. and everything and that when i first seen it like it was uh i know don't know the guy at all but i think you guys in a park and it was like the navy joint with the you know of course the white logo and i saw the shape of it and i was like yo i gotta get that i get it gotta get that but then when i tapped into the brand more i was like oh okay they do different colorways okay now this is something i gotta tap into um so talk about for you like when did you initially start the idea of wanting to start uh your brand so i actually wanted to start like I think it was after college too, when I was living in LA, I, I knew I always had this creative aspect in my life that I kind of wanted to like go towards more and kind of just like take advantage of it. Cause I've always like, my dream is always to create my own brand, have my own fashion show. Like I, that's like what I want to do and like have my own clothing. Like I've always loved fashion. So I knew there was something I want to do. But like, I remember with the starting a brand, there's so many like trials and errors that I was like, okay, I'll see where this goes and whatever doesn't work. So I started after college in LA and I just like kind of just just did it so I started like making hoodies whatever bro when I tell you like I fucked up big time because like starting a brand is not easy like yeah. it's not easy thing like you see people like create their brands and like I have so much respect for like, all these big brands now because it's like dude it's not an easy thing so I knew I always wanted to start my own brand and kind of like basically show my creativity out there using just like clothing stuff like that because i feel like that's the best way to express yourself is just like clothes apparel accessories stuff like that so that was definitely my number one point why i want to start my brand so i was kind of like kind of in a stuck zone where i was like i don't know what to do like i don't know like how to start it, whatever so i literally just created this brand back then i forgot the name i had a crazy weird name so i remember i would go to these factories in la and i just printed these hoodies and whatever i just put them out there and i just spent like two grand on like hoodies and i was like okay, I just wasted $2,000. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know how to market myself. I didn't know like how to post and like the designs were whack and like all this stuff. So I was like, all right, like I need to like really sit down and plan everything out. So in LA, I was kind of doing that. I was doing more like photography, freelance, like kind of creating a portfolio for myself. And then it wasn't until I got to New York where I was like, okay, like, like I said earlier, it's like, I have all my resources here. How can I make this happen? Mm-hmm. So I literally was like, okay, I kind of want to think of a way or a storyline that my brand reach out to people that's relatable. So hence the name, which is kind of like ironic, is like envy la vie, like envy your life. Right. So it's basically saying like, do look at your life and be like, damn, like I wish that's me. It's like, okay, then do it. Motivate yourself and fucking yeah. do it. Because like my number one thing is like, people always like, why'd you start my brand? So it's like, I hate saying, oh, I'll start tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Bro, why not start it today? And I got to the point where it was like, when I made my first collection, I was like, literally looking at myself and I was like, dude, like, I did it. Like, this is the first step that I told myself I want to do it. And now I just got to keep doing this, being consistent with it and keep going. So I was like, I want to do something that kind of relates to me and kind of wraps around all the things I love. So it's skating, surfing, fashion, being with friends and just motivating other people. So that's why I was like, okay, like I got to think of a name, whatever. And for some reason, like, I don't know how it came up. It was like, it was like envy, like envy, love, and I was like, envy, love, v. and I was like, whoa, that's like, it just rolls off your tongue well. So I was like, oh, that's not cool. But it's also like a story behind the name too. And it's like the French connection because love is French. So I was like, oh, it's part of me also. So I was trying to make sure like I had all wow. my stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so 
yeah, I kind of just like, I was like, okay, like I know I want to do hats. I know a good silhouette, five panel unstructured hat fits well. Hats are a big thing for me. Like if it doesn't fit well, it doesn't look good. I won't wear a hat. Mm-hmm. Like it, like hats are like a big staple it's accessories that makes it fit. It's also, you can go skating with it. It's a staple, makes the fit picks, like all this stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm going to start with hats. We'll see where it goes. Right. So I started making the hats, whatever. And I was like, dude, like, how can I make this like New York things? I wanted to do all based in New York because it's like, this is where I'm from, this is where I was born and everything. So I had a homie who does embroidery in Brooklyn. So I asked him to help me out, made the design and everything. I had this whole like kind of like marketing deck for myself to like plan everything. And so I made like the first batch of hats. I made like 10 or some of that. And then I just got like handful of DMs like, bro, like we need these hats and all this stuff. And I was like, oh shit, like this is what I wanted my goal to be for people to reach out and see my brand and ask for the product and like kind of like show this case a story. And then from there, I was like, all right, next collection. What can I do better? Like, what can I do more? Like, what do I like and stuff like that? So like, my thing is like, I like making products. That's not just a product. It's more of a story. Like these hats have a story behind it. And it's like, when I see people wearing them, like, damn, like, okay, I motivated them. Like when I see them do it, it's like, it's the same time. It's like, I want them to like, like my product, but I also want them to have my product and be like, okay, like this kid did it. I can do it. I, can like, do I want it. you to buy, like, see my stuff and be like, okay, like now it's your turn to make your brand. Because I'm showing you that if I can do it, you can do it too. So that's like one of those things. And like also being just like the skate culture, like there's so much to it. And like, I want to be able to express more of like what I've been able to do, what I've learned from skateboarding, what I'm passionate about. And just like putting out there. So, I mean, I can like ramble on for like days. Yeah, about nah, it. man. Like, yeah, hopefully no, that's like a good answer right there. That's, <laughs> no, yeah, that was great, answer, man. Because yeah. that's what we want, man. And we love to see the fact that like, you do put a story behind your hats. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times people lose sight of that, especially when it comes to not only just the piece itself, but then also the presentation aspect of it. And that is actually where I go into my next question for you. Like when it comes to doing shoots for certain hats, like where do you draw like the inspiration to know like, okay, this is the exact area where I want to shoot this hat at, or this is who I want to have where? Like what goes into that process for you? I think it it's definitely goes behind that, just like continuing on like, the storyline. So like the first one, like the blue and then the white uh, Yankees one, we shot at Tompkins Park because like for me, Tompkins Park is like the staple of like skating New York. Like people know it's like that's like is that the ledge spot? Uh, Tompkins Park is like the the flat ground with all those like like uh, obstacle course in the corner of Tenth and Avenue A. Like we're all like all the pro skaters skate all the time. Like okay, mm-hmm. I'm sure I know you're talking about, but I, I can't think of it in the moment. But I've, I mean, I've heard that name before. I've yeah, it before. it's like the famous skate park in your. It's not even a skate park. It's literally a baseball field with like different like ledges and stuff like that. Wow. It's like it's oh like a, yeah no I know exactly what you're talking about now yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's like for me it's like because like when I moved to New York I was like damn Tompkins Park is like a New York staple for skating that, that's where like all like everyone meets up meets there go skate and then go skate like the streets or stuff like that so I did it there specifically because I was like I wanted to like represent like New York skating and stuff like that and then after that I was like okay like I like just like showcasing New York New York because I, I wanted to be like a New York staple because like, it's where I'm from hometown everything all this stuff and then I was like okay like I want to elevate it. So for my last collection, I was like, I want to kind of showcase like how to like bring in my friends. But my, again, my brand is all about like motivating and like kind of inspiring others. So I did those e-com shots and the kind of like a campaign shoots with like five of my friends because each individually individual person in the group had their own talent. And I wanted them to be like, hey, you guys, I have this idea. I want you to take your talent and like help me, but also like create like your portfolio and help you. So one of my good friends, Matt, was styled. Like, all those outfits, he styled himself, which, like, turned out so, so good. Like, shout out, Matt. 
he's literally a legend of styling. And then I had a friend who does photography, Avery. I was like, she was like, can you want to take my photos? And she's like, absolutely. Like, I would love to. And then I had another friend, like, uh, career director. Her name is Monica. She, like, helped out a lot. She knew, like, she had a great vision, like, super good, all that stuff. And then all my friends who modeled were, like, people I met in New York. So, again, like, it's, like, the little detail. Like, the people who are modeling are people I met in New York. They're skaters. Yeah. They're, they're models and stuff yeah. like that. They're like, homies. Yeah, yeah. Like, the homies. I want my brand to be, like, a homie brand. Like, mm. that's, like, my thing. It's, like, a story behind it where it's, just, like, motivate people. But it's also, like, these are my friends. They're, like, these are my homies. Like, anyone can start a brand. Like, do what you love doing. Like, aka, into la vie. Live your life. Do what you like, should be passionate about and stuff like that. So, it was cool to do that. So, that was, like, my main thing. And then for the next collection, I just want to continue that. Like, tell a story with each, like, camp, like campaign photo, even, like, e-com, like, styling. Like, just a little detail, stuff like that. So, I always like try to think like what's the next step I can do like location wise. Like I'm always like, even when I'm like walk, like skating around, I'm like, oh, this is a cool spot. Like I think of like a photo shoot idea here. But it's more just like kind of just like taking the vibe of like New York City and really portraying it as like this is like the greatest city of all time. You can do anything right. you want here. So. Damn, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I know for me, like there's two necessary like so obviously, like I mentioned earlier, the navy and white colorway of the hat, but then there you did a all white. But with the Navy Yankee logo, and I was yeah. just like, Phew. yeah, that one we did well. Like, I wasn't expecting, like, I was like, oh, we'll see how it goes. And like, that, people love that one. So, I was yeah, yeah, that. yeah, that's crazy. Um, so what for you, like, what's been your favorite hat that you've dropped this far? Um, I think it's, I mean, you can't go wrong with the skateboard <laughs> Yankees one, but right. all, the the maroon and gold to do what you love and do a B because it's just like classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of people reach out to me about that. They love that one. But I don't know because I always have like I want to like make more designs but at the same time. I don't want to just like bombard like designs here and there. Yeah, so I want to like, make sure each design like kind of tells a story in a way, but it's also like everything is meaningful. Like it's a kind of like, a collection. Like I want people to collect these happens like all right, this is a collection and stuff like that. So I feel like I'll probably just stick with like these couple designs and then We'll see, like, in the future if I want to do other. I know, like, this is, like, secret. No one knows this. But for the next collection, I'm working with some, like, cut and sew. We're going to do, like, worker jackets and, like, button-ups. Right. It's, like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to start moving, like, from hats to apparel. And, like, m- again, my goal goal at the end would be, like, turning this brand into kind of, like, a lifestyle brand to, like, do furniture, like, interior design, stuff mm. like that. I want this to be, like, a portfolio of what I've done from the beginning to end, creating from, like, fashion to like interior design a fashion runway like literally any any spectrum where i can be creative i want to tap into it good. i want to learn as much as i can just with this brand so that's like yeah bro cool. that's that's the good brands where ralph lauren yeah Jake, like all those brands are like you it's not about clothes bro it's about a lifestyle it's about yeah. like you know taking like the ads gotta be on point and like yeah. you gotta it's like you know in the envy levy you gotta have like the cut and sew but then you also gotta be having to shoot like on the envy levy couch with the yeah yep. yeah like it's, a, it's like a whole thing bro like that's, that's a vibe exactly. it's like a whole yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so f- for you like being in east village like what has been some ways for your brand like you kind of like you know worked with the like community or like have you been able to do like pop-ups and stuff for your brand at all or um so funny enough i've like most of my collections sell up pretty fast so i don't have any mm. like inventory to do pop-ups however the funny enough that you asked me that is so where i get my haircut on fourth street called front of a barber mm. i walked in one day before getting a haircut and i had one of my um east villain surf club hats 
And I walk in, the barber's like, yo, this is a dope hat. Like, I really like it. It's like, what is it? I'm like, oh, it's my friend. He's like, oh, shit. Like, I would love to buy a hat. Like, and like, wear it. I was like, yeah, for sure. So I walked in, gave him a couple of hats. And they were talking about, like, doing, like, a little collaboration event, like, selling, like, hats there at the store. And it made me realize, like, dude, like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want to do more, like, collaborations with, like, smaller brands. Even if it's not a brand, like, a barbershop. Like, it's just, like, mm-hmm. they literally started, like, their story is basically, like, they started in COVID. They, they're, like, they have three guys. They're all hairstylists, barbers, and everything like that. And they opened up their own store, and they blew up. And, like, their thing is they love showcasing people's artwork in their store of, like, different, like, uh... artists, painters, photographers. So they have it up. And they sell yeah. it like people in the community to engage more of the audience and like bring back to community and stuff like that. So I was like, dude, like that's super sick. So we're in the talks right now doing like kind of like a little event at the barbershop, like get your haircut, hang out, like just chill, meet some people and stuff like that. But what was the question? Yeah, I got lost forever. <laughs> no, no, you exactly answered it that way. Cause like, yeah, damn it. And I can already like, as soon as you were saying, I could already see in my mind, it's like you walking into the barbershop, like you sit down, you can see the hats, like, hanging up on the wall and it's like yeah. yo like after you cut you'd be like yo i seen the hat over there on the wall can i can i grab that right exactly damn yeah but I, yeah i just i definitely want to do more collaboration with like new york based brands like stores like mom and pop shops like i want to keep it like homey if that makes sense like just mm-hmm. like everyone's like close knitted but yeah i definitely have a lot of other collaborations i have in the works with like just friends like i want to just do like right now just like collaboration and group projects with like people who have like their own brands also and do like bring it from there because like it'll be cool to do like a big big collaboration like a big end brand at the same time i'd rather make it like kind of like the homies like just like close friends stuff right now and then see where it goes from there so i guess my question is you talked about doing cut and sewn right mm-hmm. when are the boards coming when are, when are we gonna see some boards bro yes so that's the thing i'm i definitely have things that i want to like do in the future boards are definitely one of them and the funny thing is like what i want to do with my boards is like you know how people buy their boards and like they hang on the walls like art decorator like so i want to create boards that you can skate with that's also an art collection right like that's that's what would be super dope like you can skate or whatever you want but you can also hang it up it's like an art piece and like crib so i want to kind of just have like people who have like i want to like literally meet up with artists around new york and be like yo i have this idea i want to make boards do whatever you want do a collaboration put it out there but my thing is i would love to have like a team like a skate team that would definitely be like the long-term like situation which Mm. would be fire like i've always wanted to do that like but yeah that that might be a little bit but like that's definitely getting Mm. all right but yeah i had to i had to make sure you could even do like a you know i don't want to give away too much but you can do like a double graphic where like you skate the graphic, like you slide it off, and there's just like another graphic. Damn! Oh, shit. That you, awesome. you hang it out. I'm gonna. We'll, 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 yeah, talk, we'll, we'll clip talk. that out. We'll, yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll chat more about it. We'll chat more. We'll talk after pod. We'll talk after yeah. pod. Um, and now I go. I want to transition right because you speak about about just the homies. You know what I mean? Just being yeah. with the homies, things of that nature. Now I want to get into a subject of because I recently came across your page too and saw about something about the East Villains. Uh, for for the audience at home, uh, could you please explain what an East Villain is and also uh, how do you join? Yeah. <laughs> so funny enough, I have a group of friends who I met here in New York on TikTok. We all met on TikTok. Nice. Mm. one of them kind of reached out to me he's like yo like i like your style like let's get our beer sometime like for sure and then another and another homie the same thing whatever and then we all started like hanging out and i kind of introduced everyone together and there was like seven of us and like whatever we just like met up and all this stuff 
And then I remember one night we were at Ray's bar and some girl comes up to us and it's like, oh my God, like the easy films are here. And like, we all look at each other and like, dude, that's a that's so- nice name. Like, yeah. that, that's good. So we literally kind of ran with it as a joke. And like, we kind of just like, oh, like we're the group of guys and no one's East Bourne, but we just like, literally don't nothing crazy. We just like, like partying, going out, having a good time, hanging out with friends, yeah. like skating, whatever, like vibing. And then for some reason, it just like picked up traction. And then the New York Magazine hit me up and was like, hey, I want to call you guys and like all this stuff. And I was like, I'm like, are you serious? Like, what? Like, okay, cool. And then from there, like basically like it's just our group with East Villain and it turned into kind of like a stereotype. So East Villain is kind of like the skater patchwork tattoo film camera dude, like the artsy dude in Lower East Side, East Village, just kind of like hang out. Like it's now a brand of like individuals. Like it started as like us, just like a group. Yeah. And then now it's like a stereotype of like what an East Villain is. But like people like recognize us, like, oh, you guys are, like those East Villain guys. And we're like, oh shit, like that's hilarious. That's crazy. Damn. And then now I've gotten so much traction. I have like PR stuff like getting sent to my apartment and like getting DMs like, hey, hey we got content. Like, dude, Saturday's New York City sent me a package like the other day. Like literally my number oh, one. Bro? Friend, but, yeah, yeah, shout out Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Saturday, dude. Like literally, like that's like my also big influence. But like they sent me stuff and I was like, holy shit, like this is crazy. So it literally started as a joke and now we're this group called the East Villains and yeah, dude, it's, it's nuts. Like we, it's like literally yeah. a group of friends. We just go out, hang out and yeah. that's it. Like nothing yeah. crazy. Just also shout out Ray's bar. I, that's definitely yeah. a place I got to get turned at one of these days. Dude, I, yeah. All the photos I've seen, it looks like yeah. you guys have a blast there. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, the next oh, time we go up to New York, we going to link up and yeah. We yeah. Can. I was about to say, send us the application. We'd love to join the East Villains. We'd love to. <laughs> You're already part of it. Don't oh, hell. Hey, hey. Say, say less. Say less. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause I know I follow, I believe uh, his name's Matt. Matt Rossi? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I follow him and everything. So, yeah, yeah. and it's crazy because I followed you on TikTok. I think, believe it was like a few weeks ago. And mm-hmm. I think you did this one video where people were just leaving comments and be like, yo, like, you were describing like what the East villains are or something. People were just leaving nasty comments of like, yo, yeah, these yeah, guys, yeah. Like, <laughs> they smell yeah. like they, they look like they stink and yeah, all this yeah, stuff. And yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. damn. damn. It's just, it's just but, haters. Haters yeah. and motivators, honestly. Like, it's straight up. If you don't have haters, you're not doing it correctly exactly that's, that's how fact. it goes sometimes like sure that's most definitely but, a fact yeah. now man before we get out of here and we get into like our closing segment like we kind of want to ask you too like what are some goals before the end of this year before the end of this year closes like what are some things you kind of want to accomplish for the years up um with like my brand or just like specifically? with your well, brand both. also yeah. personally yeah. as well um yeah i guess we'll start with the brand i guess definitely by the end of the year i want to have my next collection kind of like planned out and everything i want to have like all like my camping shoot ideas like checked off i want like all my pieces like well like thought out fitted and everything like that's like definitely the number one and then starting the the next year like getting it out there showcasing it i want to do i want to do like short like short films with like my like clothing and stuff like that i want to do more videos i want to do more photos i want like Anything I can be more creative, like that's like what I want. But definitely the next collection is like my number one goal, just making sure it's like it looks top notch, high quality, shows the story and everything. That's the number one. For me, I mean, just keep doing what I'm doing. Just like living in New York, working with my brand, just being with my friends. It's just like, yeah, dude, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm like, I'm at the point in my life where I'm happy where I'm at. Like, I definitely feel like I'm like, just keep on climbing, doing what I can, more networking, meeting more people and just, just doing what I love and just like be carefree and just enjoying life and just not take everything so seriously. Cause like we only have one life. So I got to make the most of it and just straight up, man. you know what I mean? Just like, yeah, I guess my goal is just like keep enjoying the rest of the year and just have fun. Yeah. Word, man. It's gotta keep, gotta keep firing, bro. Exactly. Firing. You think, An- you think Andrew did that kickflip first try? 
No, yeah. he ate <laughs> shit no. a few times. You got to keep going. Times. So, and it's interesting you say that too, because I recently watched the interview with uh, The Alchemist and uh, he did an interview with uh, Jinx, remember from mm-hmm. uh, Complex. And he talked about just like, when it comes to his mindset, oh. when it comes to like, yeah, yeah just like, yeah. like being low key, like, but then also like keep firing. Keep so firing. it's like, as Don't long stop. as you keep firing and keep like, networking like you said keep network yeah damn getting tongue-tied no, keep I networking real quick i gotta charge before it dies <laughs> no, you're good. oh no you're good man hey, you're taking us around the tour you know what i mean yeah a little tour quick <laughs> yeah, just, how much how much do you pay for rent in new york city can i come tour your place <laughs> oh my god dude that guy's hilarious yeah i i wish i could run into him but yeah for sure do come through <laughs> <laughs> so crazy damn but yeah, man, keep firing, keep doing what you're doing, and then hey, you know things are gonna come. This is how it goes. Like literally, just like being consistent. I, I realize it's like one of those things. Like as long as you're consistent and do what you love, you you can't go wrong. Like, you literally can't go wrong with that. That's why I always tell people, I'm like, if you just if you have something in mind that you want to do, all you have to do is just keep being passionate about it, keep being consistent, and the rest will happen. Like that's just how it goes. Most definitely. Yo, man, Cody, man, it's been a pleasure, true pleasure to have you on today, man. Like. Just getting to, yo, man, of course, just get, being, being able to get to know you a little bit more, know about the process of the brand, like, and of course, you and yeah, Eli. Dude, I love, I love geeking over skateboarding. Yeah, man, it was just, it was really yeah. Dope. yeah, yeah, man, it was really dope to have you on, and it was a true pleasure on our end, so thank you, thank you. Dude, I appreciate the time and everything, again, this is an honor, like, I, you guys are, like, also a big influence, like, just, like, seeing you guys as passionate you are, doing what you love, like, it's just cool meeting people like you guys, and just, like, seeing that we're have the same concept and everything like possibly like collaborations in the future doing more stuff oh, together. Sure. like i definitely want you guys to come out here and like meet all the guys and everything and just like i don't know maybe like doing a, another goal of mine like next year like having a little pop-up like a little gallery just, oh like, yeah and everything like it'll be super cool but even like you reaching out to me like doing this like this means like a lot to me like it's it's super dope and this is what motivates me too just like having yeah. people inspired too so it's like i appreciate everything guys really do for sure word yeah because yeah, right. i'm definitely trying to come up there for my birthday next year because my birthday is in march early march so i think i'm gonna try to come yes. up there for like a weekend you know Dude, what i mean hey please do please yeah. do most definitely man yo with all that being said yo this has been the vanity ultra podcast second episode of uh season three season three season three yeah and oh. yo man it was a pleasure having you on again and yo guys we are signing out Peace. Peace.